Welcome back to another episode of Words from the B-Side with your girl, Coach Nita. Um, I'm glad to be back for the very first episode of 2019. I wanted to try to hit y'all with a little consistency this year because I wanted to get a little bit more heavy on content this year just to make sure you guys know I'm still in the lab behind the scenes even when you don't see me working on things and growing the business and really just trying to get things popping so some of the things that i want to share with you all you know sometimes i'm kind of quiet because i'm in the background working but i think one of the best ways is just keep hitting y'all with these podcasts so here we are um happy what's today tuesday beginning of the week so by the time you guys get this It'll be middle of the week, and so hopefully everything is going the way that you anticipated. You are full of joy, and you are moving and shaking on some of these goals and, you know, these plans that you came up with because you were trying to show up as a new you in this new year. So hopefully that is going the way that you plan. You have things written down. You are working because I know I was seeing a lot of jokes on social media about how people are uh asking you are you showing up yet as your new you is that new you still here we got to get real clear and be real authentic and true about what that new you looks like right so hopefully that's what you guys are out there doing right now so i want to just hop right into our first segment ear to the streets This week, heavy side, y'all, I'm going to just go right ahead and talk about this government shutdown. And I don't even remember if this was something I brought up on the last recording or if it was something I said to the girls in my group on my live. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. But what is saddening me about it is that the people who are still supporting this clown that we have in office and you know what whatever your reasons were for voting for him that's your business i don't even care i don't even care what your reasons were what i want you to see is the ramifications of those actions because it takes more than a person who is quote unquote business savvy and for me the jury is still out on him when it comes to that it takes a lot more than just being business savvy to run a country full of people who need and depend on you that you must have empathy for that you must you know be able to connect to and relate to and feel something for that moves you to do things that will benefit them in a positive way that is not what we have I mean it saddens me it it truly it truly disappoints me Um, I haven't truly watched the words that have come out of his mouth, but I was sitting in the restaurant grabbing lunch a couple of days ago 
and he was in the Rose Garden. He was doing an interview and they had these subtitles on. And it was just amazing to see the words that were coming out of his mouth. The fact that people are going to food banks, people are um, filing for unemployment, people are having to get loans to their banks to pay their bills and take care of their kids. And these are people, hardworking people who are educated and experienced and have devoted their time and have been committed to our government and now they cannot work. And I just, I can't see the logic or the reason in that. And what I hope that does for everyone who is standing by watching this man stand up for something that is not even going to be able to benefit to us if it was done, not only break a promise that someone else was going to pay for this wall, but take something from you and then make you pay for the wall. He's standing there telling y'all that he don't really care what you suffer from. He's not budging until he gets what he wants. So again, so again, we see, right, that this is not about the people. This is his personal agenda. This is his pride. This is his pride not being able to put, be put to the side for the sake of those people he's supposed to serve. So people get out here and vote um, with smart, clear minds about what you want the future of this country to look like for your children, your children's children and beyond because he's fighting for five billion dollars that they should be fighting for to put into these schools into our infrastructure into technology into the advancement of medicine to cure all of these crazy godforsaken diseases that are likely coming from the junk that they put in our food and into the environment so i'm gonna get off my soapbox because i really wanted to discuss that because it pains me to know that there are people out here who have homes and children and jobs and they are home because someone doesn't care that they are home. Um, so we'll get off of that. I'm praying for y'all. Uh, I too in my daytime am a uh, contractor. I just so happen to be fortunate not to be home right now. I'm still able to work, but I understand what you are going through. I have been there during uh, the sequester. I was unemployed for six months. So I completely understand what you guys are going through and how you feel. I had a brand new home and I had, you know, a family responsibilities and it was very tough on me to be home for six months. You know, it really set me back. And even to be honest with y'all, five, four or five years later, I'm still attempting to recover some of what was lost being out of work for six months. So I'm praying for y'all. I'm, you know, whatever I can do to spread the word to help out to donate whatever i can do my time whatever i can do uh, i will attempt to do to help until we recover until we recover so anyway y'all let's get into why we here y'all know i like to bring my motivational minutes from coach nita so that's what we rolling into now let's roll right on into that um today i really want to kind of talk to you guys about support systems moving into this new year right we have all these goals we have all these plans you know we've established vision boards and journal entries and we've you know gone on social media and blasted these long facebook posts about what we're getting rid of and what we're leaving behind and what we're no longer going to take and this person that we're going to show up as and you know all of these things that we have uh, affirmed and attested to 
in front of the world. We have said we're going to be and do these things because that's what we want to do, right? But who is behind you cheering you on and supporting you? And that's the question I want to ask you guys right now. I want you to think about your circle. And I want to think I want you to think about who's in it. What types of people are in your circle? And how do those people support you? Because this this evening we're going to talk about support systems and why they are significant. You know, people like me, and I I can be honest with myself when I say this. I have always been that kind of stubborn honorary person that always felt like I wasn't going to ask anybody for anything. I didn't want to depend on anybody for anything. I didn't want to lean on anyone for anything. I wanted to work for it on my own. And, you know, I likely got that attitude from my father because Robert was the most stubborn, honorary man I think I've ever known. He could have been completely destitute in the street. No food, no money, no job. And he has been that guy. You know, he was that guy in some areas of his life. But his personal fortitude and commitment to making sure he at least had something for me pushed him forward. And the things that he got as help and to keep lifting him up were things that he had to take um, that he didn't ask for. And I think that I moved forward in my life with that and I and I pushed myself and I worked really hard and I did everything that I thought I needed to do to get to a place where I didn't need anybody. And in that place that I didn't need anybody, I forgot I really did need support from not just strong, significant people around me who may have only needed to just pray for me in that moment or whatever the case may be. But I needed help from God. I needed my creator to be the backbone of that support. We fall into a couple of categories as people, right? When it comes to the significance of what support, what type of support we need. What type of support we need is really stem, you know, uh, a results or reflection of the type of person that we are. But I think that life will humble you in a way at times. It'll humble you to a point that you are forced to reach out and ask for help because we are just not designed to run the race in solitude. There are just too many people here. I I always felt like God didn't put all these people here for us to be alone. You know what I mean? And so I feel like we have to we we get to places in our lives where we're forced to accept help seek help gain comfort and help and so we start to learn the significance of having people around us that we can reach to that will help learn to build a support system of people that are not going to be judgmental that are not going to put you down that are not going to talk about you and put your business in the street when they know you are going through something you know, earlier on, I talked about how, um, you know, during the sequester, I was unemployed for six months. And it's funny because in that time period, you know, I had some I have some really good circle of friends, good girlfriends, good sister friends. And I don't care what I've been through or what I go through. If I snapped my fingers, I don't care if we haven't talked in a year. Every last one of them would be here. 
And, you know, I've always valued them because I'm not as close to my family as I used to be. I've always valued the family that I established in them. And there are times in my life where I think I'm reminded that they are some of the strongest women because no matter what they're going through, they got my back. They will drop everything no matter what crazy is going on in their life to be there for me. That's the type of support you need. And you need to give that type of support if that's the type of support that you seek. So I was starting to talk about categories for a second. When I say what type of categories we fall into when it comes to setting goals. Right. And and the only reason I want to point that out is because it really does dictate what type of support system you need. When you are either a driven by completion because you have an internal personal fortitude to complete a task that you start, that is awesome. But you, you know, even in being one of those people, you still need support. B driven by the results. So when you do something right, the praise that comes from it, the praise and the accolades is what continues to push you to completion. C, you're stopped by results. So if you don't get enough praise, you might not feel a certain way about what it is that you're doing and it may actually stop you in your tracks. And I know sometimes for some of us who invest a lot in something, we're moving towards something or even like me as a mindset coach, I'm a service-based business. So a lot of times, you know, it feels good to know that people are you know, oh, this is helpful. You're doing this and you're doing that. And sometimes when you're not in that space and you don't have that level of activity, you don't have that level of support from people, it may make you feel like, forget it. I want to give up. I just want to stop because you're not getting enough to make you feel like what you're doing is actually useful. And then D, stopped due to motivation, fatigue, just feeling burnt out. So those are the four different places I feel we fit when it comes to goals and how we feel as we're trying to accomplish and be committed to the goals that we set. But I'm going to tell y'all something really real. It doesn't really matter which one of those categories you fit in. It doesn't exclude you from needing support. You know, it doesn't exclude you from needing someone to be there for whatever it is to fill in whatever the gap is. You know, we are not these beings that don't need to be poured back into when we pour out, you know, and I talk a lot about self-care because for a long time, I didn't understand the significance of self-care and what it meant to make sure that I was okay, that I had everything that I needed, you know, that I was, what do I say to y'all, rejuvenated, revived and restored for elevated living. That's what I say. And I would be giving and giving. And then today I would get up and give to this person. And, I, and then I would be running around and I have to lay down. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't praying. I wasn't doing anything to pour back into myself. And I would get up the next day and I'll have to run and give and do and pour into somebody else. And before I knew it, I was empty. I had no reserves. And thank God for the support system. Because in those moments where I just could not figure it out, I was just completely empty. I was just completely devastated. I had beautiful friends and my best friend, Jen, that's my cousin, who poured, I mean, all the life back into me because there were times where I, I could be gone from here. And just because I was just so empty, 
You know, there was I I didn't see anything to live for, even though at the time I had my son, my beautiful, beautiful son, I just didn't see much. You know, I couldn't see beyond what had plagued me, what had took from me, why I was so just completely limp when it came to life. I did not know that I needed to take time out to make sure that I was restored. And so that's why I'm kind of talking to you guys right now about support systems, because the only reason I stand is because even in the midst of not knowing what I needed or where to get it from, my friends came in and they gave it and it lifted me. It lifted me up out of what I was in. You know, and it cleared the way it made things make sense because then they would say things to me that would, you know, that would give me um, the opportunity to really think it through and figure out what it was I really needed and figure out why things were happening and figure out what was what and, you know, what direction I was going in. And that, I will tell you, um, made it so significant to me to make sure I shared with other people that you have to have people that have your back, you know, and. And I came up with only three reasons, right? Only three reasons why, but there are so many, but three of the big things. And I said this one earlier, uh, was that we are just not designed to do everything alone. You know, I've said a few times in multiple conversations, different places, different spaces, that I always felt like God didn't put all these billions of people here so that we could wander this earth alone. And you know, intimate relationships and marriage and stuff like that that's not everyone's ministry so I don't want you to put that into your forefront of your mind as something that is the most significant key piece to that there are friendships and relationships with your families and people that you connect with in this world you know that that may very well be what keeps you going to live your life free to live your life having fun to live your life being exposed to travel to just experience to experience and i want y'all to think about that experience you don't want to experience this life by yourself we aren't here for that we aren't here for that um and then another one was even in strength even in strength we need an outlet a sounding board a shoulder we need prayer we need someone else to be able to put us up in prayer when we don't have the strength to do it on our own or we don't have the forethought or the wherewithal or we're so busy wrapped up in other things that we're not making time to talk to God on our own someone else loving us enough to lift us up in prayer to protect and keep us while we out here moving on our way I can't tell you the amount of times that I, it's funny, I used to live right around the corner from my church and I probably went five times when I lived in that house. And I used to tell God all the time, I want to move close to the church and you know, I can get more involved, I can do more stuff. And I'm going to tell you that's not what happened because I was so enthralled in life. I didn't make time, room or space for God in my life until I was going through something. Those are the times I went to church. I went to church because I was so empty. I didn't know what else to do. And I knew he was my only refuge. So all those times that I was focused on other things, my support system was lifting me up. 
that's probably why, you know, I'm still able to, you know, I was able to get through the stuff that I was getting through because somebody was praying for me. You know how they say that in church? Somebody prayed for me. Sometimes that's the only way we really get through stuff. That's really the only way. So if you don't have a positive support system full of people who really love and care about you and appreciate you and know you and know what you need and, you know, know how to, you know, be there for you and know how to fill you up and pour into you when you need it. What do you have if you don't have that? And then the last one that I wanted to share with y'all that I thought was really significant was sometimes you need somebody to tell you the truth. You know, when you, it's funny because I wasn't always a good friend. I've been, I've been saying that this whole time, right? It's funny. Um, I wasn't always a good friend. I used to be so self-centered because I was going through so much stuff. I never knew how to manage all of those things and manage the expectations of others in our relationship. And, you know, relationships go both ways. Everyone has to pour into, feed into, nurture for those relationships to grow and develop. But I was not always concerned about that. I was not always making myself aware, even if deep down I knew I was being selfish. And to be honest with y'all, I wasn't. I wasn't aware that I was being selfish because I was too consumed by my own foolishness. So as I got older and I really started to come into my own and really mature as a person, I would go back to my friends because I would revisit everything that I put them through. The amount of times that we'd have conversations and I would never ask them how they were doing. I would never ask what was going on in their life. They'd have to call me, shut me up, and then tell me what was going on in their lives, in their lives for me to be able to, to say anything. And it wasn't that I didn't care. They were everything. My best friends have always been significant people in my life I just didn't know how to pour into them I wasn't aware I always needed them so as I got older I started to really process that right who do you need to be for them what do you need to be for them how do you become that and the gratitude that I began to feel as I reflected back on every situation, every moment, every loss, everything that I experienced, the birth of my child, the, you know, the, the birth of my children, the, the buying of a home, the relationships that ended, whatever it was that I was experiencing, you know, graduating with my degrees, they have never missed a beat. And I had to ask myself, what would I have done? without them you know what would I have really have done without the support system that God put in place knowing what I was going to need even though I didn't know he was doing it and so I tell them you know as often as I can even if they don't need me to always be apologetic just how much I love and appreciate them because there are so many of us out here today who don't have significant support systems that can really lift us up and really pour into us when we need them. That can be praying for us when we are going through something because we don't have the strength to pray for ourselves. And I will always value the fact that God stepped in and met a need that I didn't know that I had or that I was going to have throughout my life as I have continued to journey. So, you know, again, I'm thanking them. They know who they are. You know, they have my love, my heart, my devotion. 
I'm always thinking of them. They are always in my prayers. Um, I wish the best for them. I will always be here for them. Even when we don't speak, I am there. You know, there is just one phone call. And I know that it goes both ways. So <clears throat> I think I said all of that to say because I kind of think I went a little off. But I'm hoping you guys really got the gist of what the significance, the importance of having people who really care about you and really want the best for you and really want to see you win and are not afraid to tell you the truth. You know, my friends have been so brutally honest with me. Sometimes it's hurt my feelings. But the only way that you can be stretched sometimes is if you get backed into a corner and your truth is told to you. Because sometimes we're too stubborn to look our own truths in the face. Someone has to bring them to us. And, you know, I would like to think that all my people listening now, we're evolving as individuals, right? So we can come to a place where we can tell our own selves the truth or we can be honest. But man, doesn't it feel good to have someone love you enough to check you when you're wrong or to check you when you need to grow or check you when you need to be better because you're not truly looking at that truth for yourself because you're running from that truth? You know, I've had my friends ask me questions that have challenged me. It made me look at myself, challenge myself as a woman, make me bite my tongue and not say anything at all, no matter how I may have emotionally felt, because they were coming from an honest and truthful place. So I want y'all to start checking your circles. Who is in your circle that can provide you that type of support that will love you like that, that will have your back like that, that will be there for you like that. And when they see you're empty, they will fill your cup and you will do the same for them. And then it will be a mutual growth in those relationships because we're coming into a time, guys, where we have goals and we have aspirations and we have things that we want out of life. And everybody that's in our lives right now are not designed or destined to go to the places that those goals and dreams and the vision that God has implanted in you for your life is taking you. They can't go. So you have to do an evaluation of who's around you, who can lift you up, who can support, who's going to grow with you in those next levels of your life. Instead of be people who continue to pull you down and you're not allowed to be your best self with them because they're not going in the direction that you're going in. So that's a whole nother podcast of release and being able to set yourself free from the things that hold you back. But it does tie into support. Because if it doesn't support the person that you're growing into and becoming, it's not for you and it needs to be released. Everything has a season. Everything has a reason. Everything is not lifetime. And it took me a very long time um, to understand that because I would hold on to things for dear life. And even if one of these individuals that I love with all my heart and do anything in the world for, even if she or he is not designed to go with me, my mind, heart, spirit, body and soul are open to release because now I realize that when you let something go you are making room for God to bless you with what belongs in that space so that you can continue to grow into the person that he is calling you to be so check your circles check your circles because all of that stuff goes together who is there for you you know who has your back who's supporting you what type of support do you need are the people around you able and capable and willing to give you this that type of support? 
And you have to be real with yourself about what releases, what people and things you have to release yourself from in order to fill that space with what is the correct level of support for you. So anyway, loves, hopefully that was good for y'all. It was great for me. I think I went in a little bit of a direction that I was not going to go. But hey, this is my show. And I'm always trying to give y'all words from the B side. And so we switch it up when we need to switch it up. And hopefully it was everything you needed to be and more. Make sure you share this out with a friend and tell them about words from the B side so that we can continue to grow together. And the things that you may want to hear me talk about will be able to be shared here. I'll be able to do a podcast about something that you may want to hear my perspective on or my experience on. So that is what I'm hoping we'll get, you know, words from the B side will become as I always want to make sure I'm serving on every level. So for those of you who don't know me, I am Shanita Brown. I am a mindset coach and life strategist and my business is called Purposefully Becoming. It is a spinoff of my last name, of course. So Becoming does not have an E. I started my business um, roughly a year ago, but I was also motivationally blogging for about eight or nine years before I started the business. So it was a very easy, smooth transition. I wanted to help women deal with the pains of their past that have stopped them from really being able to see and walk in purpose. When you can't see your purpose, you're not really pouring into yourself, which means you don't even understand the significance of self-care. So I also work with women to implement that into their lives. What is it that you need to do to pour back into you? So if at all, um, I do one-on-one coaching group coaching as well. I'm doing more events in 2019 because I really want to be more out front and touch the women who interact with my business. I think that's significant. If you are in the DMV, I am having a brunch on January 27th. There are about three or four tickets left. If you want to come, you better get your ticket now. We have panelists. We have a buffet brunch, bottomless mimosas. We have swag bags with natural care products in it. I'm super excited about how it's going to go. My very first big event of the year and it is coming together so nicely. So if you are here, don't miss it. You will be upset if you do because it's going to be a great time. I cannot wait to connect with these ladies. So anyway, I love you guys and make sure that you are following me on social media. Head over to www.purposefeelybecoming.com to get on the mailing list if you aren't on it. I try to share everything with my listeners there first. You know, my followers there first. They get all the information first. And that is it for me, y'all. So have a great week. And if you have any questions, hit me up. I'm available everywhere. So you you ask me a question, I will answer. So love you guys and I'll catch y'all on the other side.